This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. If you ever wanted to know what a uh, mermaid's vagina looks like, this is the fucking movie for you, man. Okay. Yeah, Little Mermaid ain't got shit on this. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thundercast. My name is Lucas. I'm Christian. And I'm Liam, here with another podcast that just talks about movies. Today, we are sponsored by Popcorn Kernels in Your Teeth. Yeah, one of the most, honestly, probably the worst part about going to the movie. It is terrible. I hate it so much. And we are coming live from... Yeah, why, why are they our sponsor? I don't know. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. I, I, I just insulted our sponsor. Yeah. I, I assaulted. Assaulted <laughs> popcorn. Let the insults continue. I hate movie po- theater popcorn to begin with. It gives Liam the shits. And we are coming live from a screening of Dr. Sleep. It yeah. is quiet. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. We, it's, this is the second time we've been in a movie theater. We're just going to Yeah, too it quiet. is. We told this joke twice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a nap. Yeah, let's go for a home run. Let's try and tell yeah. it three times. All right. All right. <laughs> three of a kind. Three of a kind. Perfect. Uh, today's episode is all about uh, going to the movies versus watching something at home. Yeah. Um, which might at first sound like a pretty weird topic, but we're going to do our best to <laughs> make this entertaining. <laughs> I suggested a topic and everyone hates it. No, no okay. we don't hate it. I know. <laughs> I don't hate anything. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, go. Yeah, let's uh, do what we've seen, y'all. All right. What have we seen? All right. Who wants to go first? Let's let Liam do it because I, fu- I didn't let him do it last time and it really fucked him up. <laughs> so, go for it, Liam. Um, all right, so this is going to be an interesting uh, time talking about stuff I've seen, because most of the stuff I've watched with Christian yeah. that I have seen. <laughs> yeah, we've spent a lot of time together. <laughs> a little too much time. Yeah, honestly, this is it. I think I think we need to take a vacation from each other. <laughs> all right, well, what have you seen? Um, so last week, uh, Christian and myself, as well as another co-worker, went to go see uh, The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Yeah, directed by Robert Eggers. Uh, famed director of The Vavitch. Which I still have never seen. Starring Anya Taylor-Joy um, and a bevy of other people. Is that the right word, bevy? I don't know. Bevy, does bevy mean a lot? I actually, I honestly don't know. Like you go out with your buddies, have a couple bevies, you know? <laughs> I was going to say, that's what my mom calls her morning coffee. <laughs> her bevy. Yeah. Bevy. Like beverage. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, the, the Lighthouse, directed by Robert Eggers, starring uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. And that's it, pretty much. There, um, without saying too much, there are other people there, but they're not the main focus whatsoever. Yeah, that's. I think that's a pretty uh, reasonable way of describing it. Yeah. Um, to give some context, the lighthouse essentially follows. Uh, uh, I think it's like set in like somewhere like the time period looks around like the very early uh, 1900s. Yeah, like probably like around 1920, maybe even before that. Yeah, like uh, probably when like uh, right before. Before world things were really starting to industrialize and World War One happened, yeah, like why? So it's after World War One, uh, uh, pr- probably. I don't know. It's really hard yeah. to tell. It's kind of a tough oh, place in time. Yeah, and uh, and those like there's reference to uh, frontiersmen and stuff in there, but uh, again, it's not 100 percent concrete. Um, but essentially, uh, Robert Pattinson gets a gets a job to go work on to go uh, be a lighthouse keeper's assistant on a uh, I was it on a essentially a remote island of a middle of nowhere. And, uh, damn, I don't know how to really talk about this movie without, like, giving away a lot of details. That's pretty much what it's about, but that's not what it's about at all, (laughs) because, um, it goes, it just goes batshit. Is that, I'm pretty sure there's been, I've seen a couple ads for that movie 
on YouTube. Yeah. It, like for, for a while, for like a week, it was only ads for the lighthouse yeah. that played in front of YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Because it uh, premiered at uh, the Cannes Film Festival and yeah. it got, uh, mm. I was it got like wall to wall praise. It was like their biggest hit that year. And that oh. premiere um, was uh, led by a Squarespace advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> you can either get the lighthouse or Squarespace. That's what you get on the internet now. Um, but yeah, um, long story short, again, I don't really want to talk too much about the movie itself, but because I desperately don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but I'll say I really, really liked it. Yeah. The performances are outstanding. Like, They're... uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson just disappear into their roles. Yeah. It turns out Robert Pattinson's a good actor. Who knew? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man's out here. Oh, fudge. I oh, dropped no. something. Man's out here, like, being a vampire and shit, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, suddenly out of nowhere, he becomes a good actor. Yeah. And it's but... funny how he went from being a vampire to being Batman. It's like one, yeah. one Batman to another Batman. <laughs> and uh, the more I'm seeing, uh, the more I'm seeing of, like, uh, just, like, other movies he's done post-Twilight, uh, I'm I'm totally more cool, absolutely ecstatic that he's playing Batman, actually. Mm. I think it actually is going to be something really, really cool. Yeah, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Is the Snyder Cut real? It is. It is? It is a real thing. Because I saw uh, Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck tweeted about it. I think Zack Snyder tweeted about uh, it. The guy who plays uh, uh, Cyborg in the movie deleted every single one of his tweets, except for the one that says release the Snyder Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I was under the impression for a long time that Snyder Cut was just some myth that fanboys had come up with. No, nah, man, it's real. Huh. Yeah, Momoa says he saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Warner Brothers is like, no, 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 it's real. Like, oh. Well, I don't know if they said that, but um, somebody who was uh, in a position of power at Warner Brothers said, no, 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 it's a real thing. Huh. Yeah. And part of that is that Warner Brothers, as of late, had a very big restructuring recently. Oh, okay. Um, so like they got a whole shit ton new of producers who have worked on other movies to come and uh, essentially become the head of DC at uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, um, um, Snyder cut. Yeah, anyway, it. but with the uh, with the lighthouse, what was really there's some really cool stuff with direction. Like, what's the ratio was shot in again? Or it's like four three. It's like one one. It's like oh. uh, yeah. So it's a square. Interesting. Yeah. And like uh, there are points where like it's so shadowy and like so dark that like the bars essentially disappear into the scene. Not on either side. It's really really cool. Yeah, and every frame is like a painting. It's it's unbelievable. It's a really well well made film. And um, like uh, there's it's also cool because you could watch like a bunch of scenes in it and get and with like two uh, two other people and get and by the end you'll have three different interpretations of just one scene. Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah, nice. and that's and like uh, that's the kind of stuff I love for, or I live for. It's also the fact that like uh, it's definitely a movie that has a lot of Oscar buzz around it, but it's not like a lot of stuff that they've gravitated towards in the past years, where it's like, oh, get it, it's really topical right now, or like we're talking about racism, or like uh, the state of America. It's just a guy went out, he made a movie, and there's and just didn't worry about anything, didn't worry about being relevant or topical. He just made a really cool, batshit insane movie. Yeah. If you ever wanted to know what a uh, mermaid's vagina looks like, this is the fucking movie for you, man. Okay. Yeah, Little Mermaid ain't got shit on this. <laughs> this is going to completely re-fetishize mermaids again, you know? Oh, no. Not like we needed that, but... Uh, <laughs> no. What else have you seen, Liam? Um, Christian and I also watched the uh, first two episodes of A Mandalorian. Yeah. I did too. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. That thing. We all we all saw something. I know. Yes. Isn't that wild? Oh man! Yeah. Um. That's so insane. I guess we should just go around and say, well, let's talk about the first episode to start and just go around. Uh, what did you think, Lucas? 
can we spoil? Okay, but, but we're just spoil things. Let's let's just right, say spoiler, that. Spoiler, man, for first two episodes of Mandalorian, yeah. we are spoiling things. By the time this comes out, the third episode is probably going to be out. Um, what, the, the day that this episode comes out, the third episode of Mandalorian ah, will go. come out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. You have been warned. Um, okay, let's just say it. Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> Baby Yoda. We know he's like obviously not Yoda. I've seen a lot yeah. of people talking about that and be like, man, I can't believe Yoda's in this. And it's like, are you a <laughs> fucking no, idiot? No. Like, no, 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 no. No, Yoda's hella dead at this yeah. point. I think oh, yeah. It's also just cool that they're doing something bad. Well, one, because it caught me off guard. Uh, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. And also the fact that Yoda's species in Star Wars and, like, in all of the lore never really gets touched on or dealt with. No, there was some stuff. Like, it was, uh, at, at some point, this was decanonized, I believe, before Disney de- decan- decanonized the whole extended universe. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, they were called the Willis or something like that. <laughs> the Willis, which was also the original name for the Force. They're going to take care of Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> but it was spelled like W-H-I-L-L-I-S or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, that's what they were called. But that name was also previously what the, what the Force used to be called. And then they all they just kind of scrapped all that. Okay. And they're like, it's a mystery. Yeah. And honestly, I kind of prefer that. I really yeah, I hope too. that the remainder of the se- of the season doesn't go too far into yeah. it i hope mm-hmm. it's kind of just just like you know a red herring yeah because kind of... as, as far as i know there's two canon characters besides baby baby yoda uh that are that species mm-hmm. and that is yoda and that is yaddle is it, it yaddle or is it yaddle, yaddle? Y- i believe it's yaddle oh, okay because yeah. i've seen yeah yaddle i think that's right because i've seen again also on the internet there's been a lot of people calling the show bucket face and yaddle <laughs> <laughs> and uh like accurate good. yeah um, I, really, I really hope it ends up being like three men and a baby but it's, it's <laughs> um uh just on to talk about the thing as a whole it's a really well shot and produced show yeah. but first, it is it is the first episode i was telling christian while we were watching you, you can definitely tell dave filoni directed it because his oh, yeah. sensibilities are kind of all over it yeah, it's really okay. cartoony yeah it has this kind of cartoony especially slapstick. the second episode yeah oh yeah. totally yeah <laughs> even though he didn't direct the second episode i know was... but like the second episode in my opinion is way more cartoony than the first. Yeah, oh, especially when, when they're on the barge there yeah <laughs> when they're so like great. throwing stuff on him yeah i mean because like with um the uh with the first episode specifically like uh the whole thing where he's like trying to hop on to that uh, i forget the name of what we were writing to the scene was on was called yeah i can't remember yeah but i mean like him getting on and falling off constantly that's something i've seen dave that's kind of where dave filoni's humor sensibilities come from just mm-hmm. growing up watching the clone wars and his work on avatar i didn't realize he did avatar as well huh? he, he yeah. directed a lot of episodes in the first season mm, okay yeah um i think uh pascal is doing a great job um i haven't seen him in anything else liam was telling me he was on game of thrones yep uh, uh, he was in Kingsman too. Yeah, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah. I usually just find him kind of mad, but I don't mind. I don't mind him here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, you it, don't. You, it, I don't know. I, my Mike, I kind of have a little bit of an issue with the show. I, I I don't know if I'm I'm liking the faceless protagonist thing. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I, I find it hard to like, not necessarily read them because I think they do a good enough job with everything else. But like, I don't I don't give a shit about him. I, I've yeah. never seen his face like. That's totally reasonable, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I like the whole like how you don't really see him because like I like I think it gives like it, directors the chance to really show what they could do without like seeing people emote constantly, and even just to go along with what we're even doing with a lot of scenes without any dialogue. And like mm-hmm. I kind of live for that shit. Yeah, how yeah, with pr- no dialogue, that that's fine. But like without, it's, for me, not being able to see the main character's face is kind of like it feels like it's holding me at a distance. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and, and I, I mean, in the inverse, you could also argue that it gives you a foil. Like, it allows you to project yourself onto the I character. I guess that's true. It's Star Wars, so you can't project yourself onto the I mean, Rogue <laughs> One. Unless the Force projection, hey I mean, Rogue One is kind of a closest Star Wars movie, Star Wars movie that really was just, like, it, it was ve- done in a very specific way where it's almost like you could see yourself in that world and experiencing it. Which mm-hmm. is why I think that movie really struck a chord for a lot of Star Wars fans. Yeah, for sure. And they seem to be going a similar direction with this show, which I do kind of like. Do you think this is one of the best Star Wars things that was, that's come out of the the Age of Resistance? Because, I mean, that, that's kind of that time period we're in in Star Wars, even though it takes place well before that. Um, I feel like it's, it's gearing up to be one of the best things, but a lot of the um, raving on the internet is that it's like, oh my god, it's, it, this is what Star Wars should be. Which I don't, I don't. No, I don't. I don't, I don't see it that way. I it's, think it's. I think it's a cool look into like the fringes of Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of the music. Um, it, that's mm. one thing that makes me feel like this isn't Star Wars. Mm. Like the first ten minutes of the first episode, I really did not like. Oh, so to give some context, I was going to comment on that really quick. So before uh, two nights before, I tried watching it on online, and I got about two first maybe 15 minutes in yeah, I was you told like, me you got up to the point where carl weather showed yeah up. which is about the first 10 to 15 Roughly, minutes yeah and i was like uh i don't want to watch this i just really wasn't digging it um just i think it was just the tone seemed kind of off and like uh the, there was the annoying blue guy yeah i did <laughs> not like him at that, all that first that first 10 minutes it kind of felt like i was watching firefly a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yep. except not as good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was also the fact that, like, there was just some stuff where I'm like, okay, obvious iconography. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the the um, uh, carbonite thing in his ship. Yeah. Although, yeah. guys, we got to see a space toilet. That's true. That's true. We've <laughs> never see seen that ship toilet. before. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to end up being a really great show. Um, yeah. I like the second episode a lot better than I did the first, mm-hmm. even if it was a little bit more cartoony. But... Um, I really like the, what they're setting up with the Mandalorian and yeah. and Baby Yoda there. I'm I'm more interested in what they're setting up than what happened. Really, yeah. Like, yeah. I liked I liked the first two episodes. I thought they were pretty cool, but uh, I wasn't like ecstatic. I wasn't like en- enthused by them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I was. I'm really hype on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got disney plus and i share it with both liam and lucas <laughs> they have watched these entirely legally <laughs> um i watched the, uh... why'd you say that so weird Christian? <laughs> yeah, after i just wanted to ensure that the legality of our watching habits is is um obvious <laughs> i will also say that with the uh like now that we're two episodes in at the end of a first one once everything was all said and done i was like all right that was a decent pilot and this one, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can, I can continue to dig this, but I'm not hooked yet. Is the thing? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna keep watching, but if if I if I'm not hooked within the next like three episodes or so, I might drop it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what else have you seen? Um, are we, we get, we're good to we're, we we talked about. Yeah, I think yeah, we're good. All right. all right. We uh also watched Christian and I that is also watched uh, the first two episodes of His Dark Materials last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is a big collaboration between the BBC and HBO mm-hmm. and adapting a a book series that I loved as a teenager, um, which is uh, Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials. Um, and honestly, like, thank God we finally have a good, like, adaptation of the, of this material. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of fantasy, as you both yeah. know. Um, and in the first episode, I was, like, I was kind of bored. I was, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm not super into this. I understand why other people would like it, and I, I'm not, you know, a, a judgmental person when it comes to that sort of thing. If you want to watch it, like, all, all the power to you. 
And then we watched the second episode, and I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, there's like, uh, um, it's uh, one of my, um, I also had the benefit of like, I think a lot of my, I haven't read the books since uh, probably like uh, grade seven. Um, but I remember that those were a big part of what helped me realize I was an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> um, because the, the whole re way the books were written was that uh, Pol Philip Pullman was one of the harshest critics of the Chronicles of Narnia. And then, uh, in so he decided to do, try and do instead of a Christian's, uh, um, what do you call it, a Christian's uh, moral uh, epic fantasy tale. He decided to do an one from an atheist's perspective. Um, so it's essentially in a world that's parallel to ours. Um, so your soul is essentially your, a companion alongside you call, that takes an animal form called a demon. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that from the, the Golden Compass movie. Yeah, the mo uh, this movie took takes a very different approach from the movie does. Where the movie okay. tried very hard to try and be like the next Lord of the Rings or whatnot. Mm -hmm. and threw like every like, fantasy movie was back then. Yeah, much. like, <laughs> um, well, this one is, like, they keep the world a lot more consistent. Okay. Like, it still has some more of a crazy outlandish stuff, outlandish stuff, but it feels not as sci-fi, really. It just does more so feel like a world parallel to ours. All right. Has, yeah. has, uh, has uh, Hamilton showed up yet? Not yet. No, Not no. Yet. no. He, he'll probably be in later episodes. McAvoy right. was barely even in the uh, in it. Oh, he, really? He's in the first episode for, what, what like three or like five scenes, maybe? Yeah. And then, uh, but uh, I know Liam's going to bring it up, but Daphne Keene is outstanding she is such oh, yeah. a wonderful actress she was uh the girl in um logan right, right. yes yeah. and so i remember loving her performance there and saying like that's mm -hmm. one of the best kid actors i've ever seen yeah for sure so with this one i was excited but a little skeptical because i'm like okay well let's see if she can carry something where she has to deliver di a lot of dialogue and like mm -hmm. really um and she knocks it out of a park yeah. she's really really nice. outstanding um you you have seen logan oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i know we've talked about it you weren't a, necessarily the biggest fan as far as I, no, I, think, I think it's a really well made movie just not for me didn't resonate with you yeah, yeah. so it's like me in the first episode of his yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh in logan she she's speaking spanish most of the film and then yeah. the other half of it when she is speaking oh spoilers she speak spoilers sorry she does talk um she speaks english in the second half of her performance and uh in dark materials she's she has an english accent so i'm just oh, like nice. where the fuck are you from <laughs> and i can answer that she's a uh, spanish uh, uh slash british act actor yeah so there we go Fascinating. um but yeah, yeah no yeah. i'm Thanks, really dr wikipedia uh now that we're in uh ep but now two episodes in with that one that one i'm like okay i'm hooked i'm ready to go come on yeah the third <laughs> third episode came out yesterday we just haven't had a chance to watch it I, I intend to watch it at some point yeah. just haven't had a chance yet what else so, liam uh, one, i think there's only one more thing that we saw um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yes, because yeah. I had never seen that movie before. Yeah, it was good. I like that film. It's yeah. a lot darker uh, than the first one. I'll tell you that. Uh, I don't want to get too much. Into yeah, Bill it's and like Ted. <laughs> we talked a little. You've talked a little bit about about it on the show before. Um, and like, um, I don't know. I didn't mind it. I love the first Bill and Ted. But first Bill and Ted is one of my favorite comedies. And this one, I was like, well, okay, it's yeah, a, it's fine. Um, the ending has, it's probably one of the most asinine things I've ever seen. They basically, I'm just gonna, it's an old enough movie, it's like 30 years old, we can mm -hmm. end it. They basically, um, have a, uh, they, they tell each, they tell the bad guy what's gonna, cause they're from the future, right? So they can manipulate time mm -hmm. by just saying something's gonna happen, and then it happens. Um, and basically they win by saying, we won. <laughs> yeah it's very much just like guess what dude we won and that's it and they win <laughs> um and it takes a it does take it right, then it kind of expands on a joke from a first one but i thought was hilarious where uh they it's kind of like so if we say we're gonna do it introduces this idea in, in time travel where it's like 
if we say we're gonna do it, it'll kind of happen, because we'll just remember to do it later. Um, so there's a point where they need to get into a building that they're locked out of. It's like, well, why don't we go steal your dad's keys? It's like, he lost them, like, two days ago. It's like, so what if after we break everybody out, we go back in time, steal your dad's keys, and then drop them off somewhere so that we can break in? And then we just walk around the corner, and it, it turns out they did remember to, and we just left his keys <laughs> in the book. The yeah. <laughs> I have actually never seen any of the Bill and Ted yeah, movies. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're fun. They're corny. Right. Um, and then... Uh, that's pretty much it for you, eh? Yeah, that's everything I saw. Yeah, I only have one other thing that right, I didn't watch with him. Um, <laughs> well, I watched one of them with him, but uh, Rick and Morty Season 4 started. Oh, I didn't realize it started. Yeah, so it started uh, two weeks ago, um, uh, or last weekend. So the the second episode came out yesterday, and then the first episode a week earlier. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm a fan of the show, as you both know. And uh, the first episode was a really re great return to form for them. Um, it was... It did feel really fast. There was no B plot like there usually is in, the, in those episodes in the in the show. Um, it was mostly just Rick and Morty um, trying to uh, get these like death crystals. I don't want to spoil anything because it, I thought it was right. really funny. <laughs> it's basically an Akira um, ripoff. Oh, okay. And then the second episode, uh, I loved it. I uh, Liam was sitting beside me scoffing the whole there time. There were points where I was getting really annoyed. I'm like, of course, more rape jokes, more... Uh... There was not a single yes, rape joke. Yes, there was. Joke. Remember, outside uh, well, of a okay. motel. Yeah, there was one. Yeah. <laughs> but there's uh, there's one joke that Liam thought, for some reason, was the cringiest thing in the world. Because I... it was so, such an obvious and late-to-the-game, just pop culture reference. I disagree. Like, oh, the God joke sake. is, Rick says, I have to go take a solo adventure, and I don't don't want ron howard to be involved that's the joke because he's gonna go poop yeah right and yeah, then and then and then um uh jerry stands up and he's like i'm gonna take a solo i'm uh, so what does he say i'm proud enough to say that i'm gonna go poop and ron howard's invited <laughs> i thought it was super funny yeah anyway i'm i'm re i'm really enjoying it and i think i think the the rest of the, se the season is gonna go really well Nice. That's that's just me. I don't know. Anyway, what have you seen, Lucas? Uh, time for time for Lucas's book club. Um, Lucas's book club. Lucas's book club. New podcast uh, coming twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I read a couple of books. I read uh, Picture of Dorian Gray by yep. Oscar Wilde. Yeah, good book. Uh, I it, it was a really good book. I uh, read it and uh, I I had things to say about it and I've completely left my brain. Um, I'm 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 finding that I'm I'm am kind of a big fan of these uh, 19th century gothic novels. Yeah, like Frankenstein and Dracula and now Picture Dorian Gray. I really like this genre, so I'm gonna, think I'm gonna look for more of those and kind of. Is Dorian Gray? It's because I know they made a movie in like 2008 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I never saw it. But uh, is it what? It's Oscar Wilde, right? Yeah. So he was he wasn't necessarily like a sci-fi or fantasy writer. Uh, no, this is this this has like fantasy elements. It's still like mostly um, mostly takes place in like Victorian England sort of thing. Maybe a little past that, but anyway, um, the idea is uh, this guy paints a picture of Dorian Gray, and then Dorian Gray sees it, and this guy named Harry uh, convinces Dorian that oh look at this this uh, painting is never going to grow old but you will you're going to grow old and die and this painting's going to look perfect forever and that really upsets Dorian he makes a wish essentially um, that basically this the the painting grows old instead of him so he stays young and um, the the painting takes on all of his corruption all of his aging and everything so everything he does something shitty every time he does something shitty uh, the the picture ages. That's awesome. Yeah, what it's a, pretty cool. What a right? cool concept. Yeah. It is a. It is a. I haven't. It's another book series that I haven't read since like. Uh, or not series. It's just one book. Yeah. But I haven't <laughs> read. Uh, I haven't read it since. Uh, uh, probably junior high. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, I remember really liking it at the time. Yeah, I've never read any Oscar Wilde. No, that's it's the, it's the only Oscar Wilde I've I've read. Yeah. Uh, apparently, at the time, it was it was very very controversial. Why? Because it was too gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, those Victorians. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was gay back then. Pretty much. I mean, like, have you seen those wigs? <laughs> <laughs> Look at their clothes. They're all fabulous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no. great. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that book. I also read uh, *The Last Colony* by John Scalzi, the third book in the *Old Man's War* series. Nice. Yeah, which I really, really liked. I think it might be my favorite out of the series so far. There's um, and I think we talked about there's four. Right? Uh, there's a total of six in oh, the Old Man's War series, but there's there's three featuring these these characters. The next three are not going to be featuring uh, the main characters of these books. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, it was really really fun. Essentially, the idea is the main characters go and they they establish this colony after uh, this force called the Conclave has uh, outlawed colonization of uh, new planets, but they pull this trick where they're they're hidden for a while and then. It's kind of this interesting political back and forth between like the colonial union, which is the humans, and the conclave, which is this uh, this like uh, united alliance of a bunch of different planets that are tr- different races across the galaxy trying to stop colonization. Essentially, um, that's the idea. Of that one is really cool. I really, yeah. really, really Sounds enjoyed neat. it. I also watched season two of The End of the Fucking World. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I'm, never, I never saw the first season. But. No, it, it's it's really fun. Yeah, like it's uh, kind of awkward at points, but like it's really, really interesting, really charming, very dark. <laughs> and uh, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was just gonna say, is it something that you think we would like? The, I, I the think, both I, of I, us. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think you guys would like. Oh, it. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. I did watch too. I watched a TV show called Raising Dion that's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, it's about a seven-year-old boy who gets superpowers and uh, all of the consequences that come from that. Um, it's oh, got nice. uh, Jason Ritter in it as well, who's uh, John Ritter's dad or son. Dad. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And uh, he uh, he does a great performance. Uh, it's it's very, very corny. And, and mm. it's one of those shows where, y- you know, your mom would probably love it. But oh, I don't yeah. know. I enjoyed it. I I, <laughs> I was watching it. Um, I, I've just binged it throughout the day. So when when you binge something, I think it's just kind of like you're just like, oh fuck it, I have to like it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just spent eight hours of my life. <laughs> I could have been doing something productive. Yeah. Uh, and I also watched uh, The King. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned it to me. Uh, in, when we saw each other the other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned it, and then, then I probably said too much. But you know, oh well. Uh, it is it is essentially a better version of Outlaw King. Is it? Really? Okay. Okay. Because like they're very different stories. Well, first off, uh, Outlaw King is based on uh, the story of Robert the Bruce during the second uh, or the first Scottish Rebellion, and this is about Henry V. But it is not necessarily based on the historical figure. It's more based on uh, Shakespeare's play Henry V. Oh, okay. It, okay. Jo- it involves John Falstaff, who is one of uh, one of Shakespeare's famous characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's very, very similar. The tone is is like exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think Timothy, Timothy Chalamet gives a really, really good performance. I don't usually like him that much. I, I just, I find his face very punchable. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, it's like all. how Christian been... feels about Miles Teller. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I didn't understand you when you were talking about that. But when I saw <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, I'm like, I get it. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of have to punch him in the fucking I kind of have that with yeah. Bradley Cooper, where I yeah. want to sock him one. Yeah, but good actor. But <laughs> he's a very good actor. I want to fucking hit him. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to punch him in this movie. Oh, good. But yeah. um, uh, yeah, it was really interesting because it has like the kind of the same like climax because like they both involve a battle where they're uh, 
immensely outnumbered, so they use mud to their advantage. Okay, all right, like, right on. It's like a predator, yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Victorian well, predator. Not well, even Victorian. Yeah. Robert Pattinson's in this movie, too. Huh. No way. Yeah, he plays, he plays the French prince. And oh. he has a really funny... I don't think it's necessarily supposed to be funny. But, like, um, essentially the idea is they want to trap all the Frenchmen. Uh, in the, they want to advance with a heavy armor unit, have the French charge them, uh, and, and then everyone gets stuck in the mud, and then they flank from both sides with... Um, with soldiers who are wearing light, 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 light armor so they don't have to like slide around in the mud and not be able to see and then take everybody out. And there's a scene where like two characters like setting up to duel and the one in the heavy armor like starts to charge and he slips in the mud and he's like tries to get back, back up and he slips again and he's like <laughs> and then and then the other guy's just like yeah okay finish him and then yeah. a bunch of randoms come up and just start shanking him. Stabbing him. <laughs> I do have one I do have one question this kind of throws back to when you did talk about Outlaw King on the mm. show. You talked about how you got to see Chris Pine's pine, and how was it a uh, desperate need of a trimming? Uh, is that the same case with Timothy Chalamet? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think he's seen, you I didn't see his penis. No, I didn't. Uh, I did not see his Chalamet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> his big Tim. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, it's a really good movie. It has a really really fun uh, ending, like because the the battle happens and there's still 20 minutes left in the movie. Mm, wow. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And uh, it has a really, really interesting twist at the end that uh, I don't know how historically accurate this this movie was. Right, because it takes place inside of the mind of a of a boy living inside of a, a <laughs> orphan, <laughs> saying elsewhere. Yeah, um, yeah, it has a really, really fun twist at the end. I don't want to spoil it in case y'all watch it, but uh, it's really good. I like cool. it. Cool, right on. Yeah, that's great. Anything else? Anything read? Played? No, that's it. That's great. All, All right. right, now we can start the episode. Where are yeah. we at? Half hour. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> we told ourselves before this that we weren't going to do that, and we fucking did we it did. again. This is what happens when we have a very unstructured uh, version of what we've seen, because some yeah. of us have all seen the same thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, so. Here we go. Here we we're into the meat of the episode. We're, we're in it. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We, we slugged our way through the gravy, and now we're in the meat. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I think that's that's what uh, escorts say to each other. Is it? I don't know. No. <laughs> I think it might be a euphemism for Maybe. Uh, I'm sure it is. So uh, we're going to talk about why it's cool to go to the movie theater, yeah. I, think, I think is uh, more so. We, we did an episode a couple uh, months ago called The Netflix Conundrum, and that was uh, all about streaming services and the potential um, uh, negative effects that they have. Uh, this, I think, is kind of an extension of that conversation in a way. Because... Especially given that it's come back and it's starting to become more it's starting to become more and more topical, especially among film fans and yeah. even filmmakers as a whole. Because it, yeah. it's wild when you go to a you go to the movie theater and you see trailers for things on Amazon Prime. You know, he, I haven't had that experience yet. I haven't really? been to a theater since Endgame. But oh, okay. Because uh, when we saw the Lighthouse, there was trailers for Jack Ryan. You know, yeah. huh? In, in front of and yeah, and you, you speaking use, of trailers for Amazon Prime sh uh, stuff, uh, there's a new there's a new trailer for The Expanse season oh, four. Oh yeah, 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 I'm really excited for. Yeah, but go on. <laughs> Just want to say that. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I I think uh, with the advent of 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 uh, uh, streaming services, we're we're kind of in a in a in a pickle in a way because um, I'm a I I do both. I I stream stuff at home and I also like to go to the theater. Um, I I find that. Going to the theater is, is a very important part of, of the movie-going experience, you know? I oftentimes like a movie more seeing it in the theater than I do watching it at home, You're right? Because right. there are some movies that just don't translate to the home screen. I agree. I, like, for for an example, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey is 
is very boring seeing it on a small screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you watched it. You watched that on a on a big 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 screen. Oh yeah, we watched it at the safe. Exactly. I've always yeah. wanted to go watch 2001 in a theater. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it is an experience in a theater on on a TV. Eh. Yeah. Why is this little red dot so angry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, uh, and on a related thing, Interstellar also does not translate nearly as well to a small screen. No, no, no. The Godzilla movies don't. No. Uh, even even parts of Planet of the Apes don't. Or like yeah. the, the Apes movies, yeah. they don't translate very well to the small screen because those are effects that are when 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 you see them on the big screen, they are larger than life, quite literally. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that. That's it's the the scope of it becomes so much more entertaining to be a part of. And there's also just something about watching a movie with it with a room full of people, you know. Yeah, the no audience one, is a huge part of the like, experience. Even when we went to go see uh, Avengers Endgame, it was like going it was like going to see ACDC or something. Yeah. It was a yeah, big, yeah, or even like a reprob- uh, I had that with uh, Force Awakens when I saw it. On oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I constantly say that like when going to see Force Awakens like on opening day is still one of the best experiences of my life because oh, like yeah. as a huge Star Wars fan, I was surrounded by huge Star Wars fans. Who all like were reacting at the right moments, laughing in the right times, crying at the right times, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, like, uh, and I mean, that's the kind of stuff I live for when going to the movies. I mean, obviously there are cons with it. Like, I hate annoying moviegoers. Yeah, yeah. They can ruin like you know, you know that there's a teenager who snuck in there, and then there's also like a, a horny couple who's giving each other hand jobs and the fucking popcorn. <laughs> like, even like when we saw Joker, there was uh, there were some dumb kids who snuck in. And I was ready to just go down there and be like, I'm going to take this boot and I'm going to shove it down your throat if you don't knock it off. Yeah, and then and then Liam got arrested. Uh, yeah. No, they, but they had like a laser pointer and they were pointing at the screen. And oh, that's annoying. Just, well, it was fucking disrespectful. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't care who you are. Don't go to the movies if you are going to be a disrespectful little piece of shit. Like, it's... It, the, it's it's like the thing with the streaming services. I'm sure you heard about it with Netflix and how they're testing the 1.5 speed, mm-hmm. right? How they're testing the the, the fast forward button so you can watch a movie at one and a half speed now, oh, which Jesus I Christ. hate. But that's so why disrespectful. Would, why would you do that? Because you're lazy and you want to plow. If you're bin, if you're in a binge mode and you want to plow through um, eight, like nine episodes instead of seven, that completely defeats the purpose of like editing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I can't also can't imagine how it sounds in more serious movies where it's like. Uh... Well, my my thought then is there's probably going to be like a like a Black Mirror episode that you're gonna that they're gonna purposely edit so it's slower yeah so that you have to watch it on the 1.5 <laughs> so it plays normal Darth Vader's voice is not going to be nearly as intimidating no. Luke I am your father <laughs> rushing around like, the, the Jawas and the Ewoks are just like, yeah. even more annoying yep, yep. Don't, don't, don't joke on your aspirations critic yeah. <laughs> of course you choose the worst Vader quote <laughs> I mean it makes bad lines sound even worse yeah. Yeah. apology accepted Captain Nita <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, there's just something special about sitting in, in a movie theater. Um, I think horror movies is one of the ones where that it functions the best. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's there's something about watching a horror movie and get, everybody gets scared. I don't think I've ever time. actually seen a horror movie in a theater. No, it's a lot of yeah. fun, man. Um, like when Paranormal Activity was coming out, that shit was big. Yeah. And, and I remember sitting in the theater and watching that, that, that and it just absolutely scared the shit out of me. I don't get scared anymore of horror movies. We talked about this last time, but it, like – with that one, because of the atmosphere and being in that room with all those people, it it got scary, hmm. you know, because it was a collective fear, right, all at the same time. 
yeah and like or even just like uh i mean i personally don't enjoy when it's say i go to see a comedy or something and everybody's laughing because sometimes you're the only asshole not laughing yeah but there's like also when we were watching rick and morty last night like we're sometimes going to be like uh some asshole who just laughs too long to a point where i'm like i can't even hear the next joke yeah that's, that's fair um do you think that moving forward we're going to see because i've already kind of noticed it there's been like big hollywood films are are getting worse they're getting much worse as time goes on and uh tv streaming tv and and things like you know um anything that's on apple plus or or disney plus or netflix plus or whatever the next fucking plus is gonna be <laughs> um those are show, proving themselves to be very quality um media like mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like Dark Materials, it was very interesting. It was very intriguing. And Mandalorian, very intriguing, very interesting. There's even the fact that, like, uh, a lot of this is also just big frustrations with studios or whatnot, where, like, so many filmmakers are just leaving big studios just to go make stuff for Netflix. Yeah. Because they get more freedom to make what they want. Yeah. Netflix but especially. Can, I mean, that can be pretty detrimental. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like... <laughs> there's been a lot of shit on Netflix. Yeah. Like, Netflix original I mean, there's, there's always going to be a lot of shit. Yeah, we won't remember the shit, Even though, uh, true. that guy, the guy who directed the second episode of a La- Mandalorian, I forget, I don't know how to pronounce his last name for the life of me, but, like, uh, he uh, had a bad experience when he was developing The Flash, so he just got up and walked over to Netflix and made a Star Wars, or, sorry, Disney Plus, and made a Star Wars thing with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck comic books, I'm going to space. Yeah. Well, I mean, just also the fact that I'm like, uh, was it, I think, probably just working on a smaller scale or whatnot, and, but also with uh, some studio stuff, he had a little more freedom there to just make what he wanted, though also given it's Disney, I sincerely doubt that, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, um... I mean, you guys can't smell. Neither, neither yeah. that, that, that's a fact. Liam and Lucas can't smell. Yeah. Um, I can. Uh, which right now I'm going to tell you, oh boy, <laughs> this room. No, <laughs> no. Uh, when you go to the movie theater and you get that that popcorn smell and the smell of of the theater and just being, it's an it's an all encompassing experience. Which I'm going to argue though, people who are like, but have you tried the 4DX thing? Like, fuck off, <laughs> shut up. That's <laughs> um, not seeing a fucking movie. That's an amusement no. park ride. Yeah, it is. There's also um like uh even just like there's a reason why so many people remember like fondly think to like well the first movie they ever saw in the theater was. Yep, Toy Story. I mean, I don't remember what the first. I don't remember the experience of like the first movie I ever saw in the theater because I was like a year old. It was Tarzan. But, yeah, but like going to but like even just like talking to my parents who aren't big movie people just talking about like taking you to your first movie or what dot mm-hmm. do you know i know we talked about it. do you remember what yours was no no but I, don't, I don't really remember much before high school <laughs> oh, okay yeah same man um what, do you it remember the drive-in but really not the theater thing. what was that do you remember the drive-in as opposed to the oh, theater we went to the drive-in every once in a while i think one of the first movies i saw there was inception really wow yeah. holy crap yeah that would have been neat it was pretty cool yeah but i honestly drive-ins overrated yeah, they I, suck. I think it's mainly just the <laughs> novelty. That, that, that novelty. Is, that is, it is the novelty, but they don't suck. It's just either you sit inside with your shitty car speakers, or you sit outside with a boombox and the seat and the mosquitoes get you. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah, basically. now you ruined it for me. I was going to ask you to drive me out to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like everyone should experience it, but also like it it's overrated yeah. it, there's a reason why they died out yeah and i mean i i find like i, I mentioned earlier with the 40x thing we're getting we're, we're going back to um you know uh trying to drum up business for movie theaters and doing yeah, so in, movie theaters are dying yeah and they're doing so in in these fucking bullshit ways i i hate the idea of 40x i just need to rant about that for a minute because 
If I wanted to have somebody spit in my face while I watched a movie, I would hire someone to do that. I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and have snow and rain and shit in my face because that's the characters. Let the characters experience that. Yeah. I'm there to watch through this this gilded, you know, this gilded stage, this this beautiful lens that has been created for me. This this um, what is it called? Like um, subversion of reality. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I also just very much like I just think that movie we really need to start fighting back and make sure we still have movie theaters yeah well and i agree I, I i try to go to the movies at least twice a month you know at least twice a month just to 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 see quality film but two to also keep up to date for this fucking podcast but then third <laughs> to support movie theaters even though you know movie theaters are kind of like the way that the money is distributed between like the studio and the concessions and shit yeah. like that is kind of bullshit. It but. is, um, and there's like it's kind of like I'm having the same thing that I had kind of like when video stores went out the door. Like I miss that human element of just getting up and uh, going out, like maybe like getting a recommendation or looking around of a video store. Oh, I, I don't miss that at all. <laughs> I mean, a lot of <laughs> having, a, having to leave my house. <laughs> and there's also the fact that like uh, just with all of these streaming things, clearly trying to out uh, run up out outrun movie theaters. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, wow, you are essentially, you're just, it's, I'm, it's, here's a little conspiracy theory. What if it's really just a way to like breed a human beings the way they do with cows? Just keep everybody sitting around big and fat till they're stupid. And like <laughs> Wally? Yeah. And they're going to just start harvesting us and make us into cookie jam or cookie yeah, chow or Yeah, eventually, we're, uh, was it we're going to take the lowest common denominator, uh, was it of these, of these people, harvest their organs, give them off to rich clients? You know what's unfortunate? It's probably going to be white podcasters first, so we're fine. Oh, no. <laughs> like, there's too many of these guys. Yeah. I think we can get rid of a couple of them. We need to call the herd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One podcast at a time. Yeah. That's why we got to get really big, guys. Yeah. So yeah, There's also that, like, even just, like, as Charles, it sounds like the big screen. I love, like, looking at a big, huge fucking screen and yeah, just... me too. Instead of just sitting around on my shitty couch in my tidy apartment. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are pros and cons to both. Like, uh, I think the theaters are not the best place for, like... Sex. Uh, no. <laughs> they're not, but also, like, uh, like small shows. Like, um, like movies, like dramas specifically, like with no like big stakes, like oh, they yeah. work in big theaters, but like they work just as well on a small screen. Right. Whereas something specific, like, like we're that 2001 Interstellar, even, even to an extent stuff like Avengers Endgame. Yeah. It is, it, they are better on the big screen of because course. they're, because they are, they are an experience. But some, some, you know, something like Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. Yeah. Really... I mean, I think musicals are, are really, uh enhanced by the big screen as well okay. but like something like 500 days of summer or something like right that. yeah uh even though i've overlooked back on that movie and it's not good no no, no it's creepy yeah, it's not a good movie. <laughs> i do have i do like parts of it but i do have some problems as yeah. well yeah, yeah it has not aged well it has not no uh but like movies like that small movies uh that aren't really uh don't need the the big screen that experience to yeah. like to be told i think uh like they're fine in big theaters, but they're also fine on small screens, and they like they're the same both ways essentially. But well, like bigger movies, um, and like stuff like that, uh, stuff like two thousand one or Avengers or stuff like that, are are enhanced by the experience of the. Well, theater, that's that's when things like you know your small independent movie theaters are, are really important because the, mm -hmm. that it gives those movies the opportunity to get a run. That they wouldn't otherwise get in those megaplexes, you know. Yeah. At the at the at Cineplex or Landmark, that those are the two major ones that we have in in um, Alberta. Uh, you 
you you kind of know what you're getting in for there. Like like you know that on the IMAX screen they're gonna have Terminator um, eighteen. Yeah. And, <laughs> Like you know that you if you walk down the theater you're gonna see some shitty John Cena fighting with my fire or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. But, I, my yeah. fire. but, but I, th- I think that's why those movies are so like popular right now and like the smaller stuff has moved to like streaming services because people know they want to see the explosions on the big screen and like seeing like uh, a political drama is is the same on a small screen as yeah. big screen. Being able to to watch it at home is a luxury. Or yeah. Watching right. shitty Adam Sandler comedies. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, there's also a fact, but I was even going to say for like even spectacle stuff on the theater, like there are movies that are not like big action or sci-fi movies, but I kind of wish I saw them a big screen because when I watched them at home, it like didn't translate as much. Like pretty much anything Boz Lerman makes. Because, like, mm. he doesn't, he makes... They're, those are big movies, though. Yeah, he, the way he shoots them. But, again, like, this, it's not even just, like, the subject matter. It's the way movies are made. Yeah. Like, if a... Yeah, they're, like, they're, like, like, you're, like you're saying, like, Baz Luhrmann and other people, they shoot it for the theater. Yeah, because like, they appreciate cinema so much. Like, yeah. that, that's their life. They're de- they've dedicated so much of their life to entertainment. But not only that, the, the spectacle of, mm-hmm. of, of film, the, the wandering of film, like, that's it's also like kind of how i it shocks me that scorsese's newest movie went to netflix yeah well, i've heard it was pretty yeah. good though the irishman yeah yeah i've heard it's good yeah, yeah but i mean like i'm it. shocked by it of all people yeah it doesn't he doesn't seem like a guy who would be supporting a bunch of streaming services not at all no but, uh, yeah but also i don't know he, he might not been able to get a studio to make it for, for any other studios to make it he might yeah. have the best deal from netflix or, yeah netflix was like we're gonna pay you a lot of money yeah <laughs> uh, please do this for us all right, and then and, yeah. I, and, and I think part of that was because they were worried about Disney Plus, um, so they probably brought Scorsese in That's to true. be like, "We need to get one big movie on here." Yeah, and you're our only hope, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm even terrified Help of Disney Plus, but of what? What? I'm even terrified of Disney Plus. So what? why you have it legally speaking? <laughs> nope, I do me. not. I will stand out no, on this. No, no, monopolies are not good, and I will not support them. <laughs> man, man, Monopoly is a good game. It's a terrible game. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the awful. worst. I hate it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, Liam, you really ruined this. <laughs> Harstar, Harstar vibe. Yeah, fuck. No, no now didn't. we now we get get gotta get serious. Oh, shit. Uh, um, uh, no, oh, everybody, gu- you're gotta, gonna die someday. Yeah, I got a joke to bring back the momentum. Oh, okay. Okay. Why was the condom flying through the air? Why? It was pissed off. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah, was gonna say. Hey, Lucas, is butt cheeks two words or should I spread them? Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was one, one day. One day we'll get the sound effect of somebody actually leaving yeah. and then not never coming back. <laughs> I was gonna say that with um the whole thing that I find troubling with uh, movie theaters and cinemas is that it's just creating a bunch of big wars among big things. That just is really uneasy to me. Mm. Like so many other streaming services fighting for like to have like the upper gain or whatnot, and then like movie theaters having to stuff. And I'm like. Why can't we have both and just be civil? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there are places that exist on the internet for like that sort of civil streaming, like Hulu, which we don't have in Canada, but no. Hulu is just a way for for uh, network television to just put their stuff on streaming services immediately, so people can consume it. Did uh, Disney did did Disney buy Hulu? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Disney owns Hulu, okay. and they also own ESPN. Yep. So. Oh Monop- shit. Yep. Monopolies. Yep. Not good. Yeah. Don't do them. <laughs> don't support them. I, or you're watching The Mandalorian. Like you, yeah, but I'm not paying for it. At least I can spite them in that way. Uh, no, I hate that. Uh, it's like, if you like Star Wars, you should fucking pay for Star Wars. I Just mean, saying. Yeah, well, I'm also not a tribalist or a fanboy, so. Uh, well, that's a later episode, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> that's a later one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think they both kind of 
um, have their advantages. I, th- yeah. I, I think they obviously they both have disadvantages. Like with streaming, you can't do it if you don't have the internet. You know, That's you, true. You, and yeah. you can't do it if you can't afford to watch those streaming things unless yeah. you want to go down the pirate route. <laughs> um, but even <laughs> or then, like like for me, I rarely rarely ever get out to the theater because I work evenings. Right, I work evenings and weekends. The only days I have, the only time I have off is in the mornings, and movie theaters are not open. Yeah, how often are you going to go to a matinee? You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, is a, this is a fun question. Do you guys ever? Um, I, I assume, but I just want to make it clear. You have you all been in the movie theater by yourself before? Oh, yes, all the time. Many times. Yeah. It's one of my favorite fucking things I love to do it. in the whole world. Like I, the majority of movies I see, I go by myself. Yeah, and and I used to do that all the time, and it was so great. Yeah, because I got to. I didn't have to wait on someone else. I didn't have to be like, okay, we're seeing the movie at seven twenty, and they show up at seven thirty, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I love doing that. It's it was always such a fucking great experience to, yeah. to, to and, it, and like one thing i like about it is that experience is mine yeah exactly like it's i didn't i didn't have to share it with anyone else that was my experience yeah and no one else that's how i saw the lego movie that's how i saw oh, yeah. um the witch you know yeah. like i saw these movies by myself part of it was i was lonely and depressed um there's <laughs> i was gonna say that even like um on top of that like it's why i never understood the whole thing where when I was in high school, people would say, like, going to the movies to you by yourself is social suicide. Yeah, and like, I, don't, I don't get that. I used to go to a dinner and a, and a movie by myself all the time. Oh, yeah. I did you know? that And then I'd Woman. go home and have yes. sex with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally just, uh, I used to, when I had uh, weekends off, I'd, like, I'd, I'd set aside a day. I'd see a movie at, like, the earliest time. I'd go have, have like, dinner. I'd watch another movie. Then I'd watch another movie. Right. Yeah, it was a great, feature, man. Yeah, it was a great day. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, it is, like... I mean, that's another thing that we should talk about is the fucking price to see a movie nowadays. Oh, man. It's such it's such horseshit. It's uh, insane. Well, I, I mean, mean, that's but, also my argument as to why so many things are failing and I'm, like... And why people complain about recessions and whatnot. I'm, like, because people charge too much for things. Yeah, yeah. like, the only, the only time people go to movies now is for event movies. Yeah. Like, you gotta see this in the theater. Everyone's gonna be talking about it. It's, it's the movies that everyone's gonna see that everyone goes see. Right. And and the worst part about that is that movie's probably only playing on the Ultra AVX in 3D. Yeah. So, if, one, if it's playing in Ultra AVX, that already is an extra $5 on top of your ticket. Then mm-hmm. it's in 3D. That's an extra $3 on top of your ticket. If you wanna go ticket. to the IMAX, you're almost spending 30 bucks. Exactly. J- j- for one ticket. Just yeah. to see, just to see, you know, Star Wars. Which, I mean, I'd pay for that. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I and the inverse of that, you pay... You pay that to see one movie. You pay that to stream Netflix for um, an entire month. Yeah. So you get the luxury of being able to watch things at home. Um, I think in, in Canada we have three thousand to five thousand titles on Netflix, something like that, or something like I'm that. Sure. Which holy shit, that's that is a downfall of that service is that there's too much to yeah, choose I from. I will say that one thing thing that I will always give Netflix is that like it get, made it so that I was able to watch a number of shows that I that for that i probably never would have seen if it weren't for them like uh especially given that like uh growing up my parents were a- pretty anti-pirating things because they'd get angry letters from like uh from shah or whatnot um but like i probably don't know if i would have watched firefly if i didn't have netflix yeah that's mm-hmm. fair or like if i would have been able to watch uh watch through like buffy or like a lot of my favorite shows yeah same because yeah. I remember back, like, when I was a teenager, like, you'd have to just, di- before Netflix or whatnot, you'd have to go dig around all over the internet for places to watch shows. Yeah, yeah or, or, or you'd have to find, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> or you'd, or you'd have to find someone who owned the box set so you could borrow it, and then you'd never give it back, and they get mad at you, and you're no longer friends. Or your yeah. cat pisses on it, yeah. and they get yeah. mad, and fuck. 
I mean, I already have have that experience with a number of my friends borrowing comic books and are getting toothpaste and crap all over them. You know who you are, and I wanted Bevels back. John Tasker, <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> I mean, maybe not a friend of the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I borrow shit from Liam all the time, and I don't return it to him. I still have your, uh, I still have Liam. Yeah, you still, uh, you, Luke, you still have my Band of Brothers. Band of yeah. Brothers, and I promise I will watch it. Uh, uh, I apologize for not having Highly recommend. It. Yeah, and I, and I will. Yeah, I will watch great. it. Don't feel bad, Lucas. I've given him stuff so many times, and he just doesn't watch it ever. He's both saying, I want to watch it, I want to watch it. Pretty much everything you've, you've ever lent me, I've watched within the week. Yeah, and so then I'm you bring it back that. the next time we record. Yeah, <laughs> Lucas is a good friend. And, Hi, I, and despite Christian, I'm holding a couple of his things hostage at the moment. What do you, what do you have hostage? <laughs> uh, moon, um, Tokyo, oh. um, High Fidelity. I, I think I have my copy of Moon. Nope. I don't know, man. Like my Did you go buy a yeah. new one? <laughs> I, I might have. I'm just going to go buy all this Guess shit. that moon's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Liam owns the moon, yeah. guys. Yeah. Elon Musk is going to own it one day, but I want to beat him to it. <laughs> uh, anyway, what, are, what time are we at here? Uh, 54 minutes. 54 minutes. minutes. Man, you know, that's when I ask what time it is that it probably means the episode's <laughs> over. <laughs> oh, We're shit. Running out, of, running out of things running to say. Running out of things to say. Uh, do you guys have any closing remarks? Theaters are cool. Go see movies if they, you can. Yeah, totally. I and um, I mean, support support the movies that you you want to see uh, creators create more of. Uh, yeah. Honestly, same thing applies to streaming services. If yeah. you if you want them to make more stuff, watch it, like it. Like yeah. I want to see more Love, Death, and Robots. I want to see more Black Mirror. I want to see that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But I also want to see more Star Wars. I want to see more um, Avengers uh, or Marvel movies. But I also want to see more indie darlings and in, in smaller films you know mm-hmm. and we can't have that without movie theaters i don't think movie theaters will ever be not be a thing mm. i think that's almost impossible considering the the multi-billion dollar industry that I filmmaking mean, is i think they'll continue to exist but i think they'll only really exist in uh blockbuster format i don't yeah. think anything else is like within like maybe five ten years I don't think anything except blockbusters is going to be in theaters. Yeah, like smaller movies. You think five or six years? Five to ten. Five to ten. Okay. Did I say five to seven? I meant five uh, to ten. Uh, whatever. Uh, but that's a yeah. That's kind of a scary thought in my mind, <laughs> especially with with Disney Plus right now. Well, like, especially like... with us being filmmakers ourselves, you know. <laughs> like, fuck, I would love to see my movie in a in a big big screen. Yeah. Probably never going to happen, you know. Yeah. Ouch. Oh man. <laughs> yep. Momentum really slowed down there. Oh man. Oh. Anyway, I'm but... sorry for prophesizing doom. <laughs> yeah, it's doom, right. doom, doom, doom. I've already come to accept the fact that we're going to be living in a RoboCop world in the next couple of years. <laughs> You're doomed. Enjoy the singing. That's yeah. a line from the Beetlejuice musical. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, anyway, this uh, if you like what you heard on this episode of the Thundercast, be sure to follow us on our various social media accounts. On Instagram and Facebook, we are Thunder Lizard Collective. And on Twitter, we are Thunder Lizard OG. Um, if you liked what you heard, please give us five stars on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Tell a friend. Tell your grandma. Maybe not grandma. I don't know. Maybe it, it, if she's dead, tell her ashes. That'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also have a new podcast coming out in the next month or so. We don't really have a, a, a solid pre, a concrete release date. But no, we, have, we have some stuff to work out before then. But yeah, uh, A few kinks, but uh, Thunder and Dragons coming soon. Thunder and Dragons. I have a couple friends that I've told about it who are already pretty hyped. So if nice. you are listening to this and you uh, live in Kansas, then tell your tell your cousin slash your girlfriend, and 
Uh, <laughs> we'll go we love you, Kansas. Yeah, uh, sorry, I meant Alabama. I don't yeah. know why Kansas. I saw this joke the other day that was like Alabama. The oh no, I can't remember the joke. Fuck it, whatever. Anyway, this has been the Thundercast for this week. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas, and I'm Liam. See ya. I've never read any Oscar Wilde. No, that's, that's the only Oscar Wilde I've, I've read. Yeah. Uh, apparently, at the time, it was it was very very controversial. Why? Because it was too gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, those Victorians. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was gay back then. Pretty much. I mean, like. Have you seen those wigs? <laughs> <laughs> Look at their clothes. They're all fabulous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>